Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. One million gazillion percent okay with that. We love it. Disney adults, that's us. Yes, that's definitely 100% me. Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. Oh, now it's my turn. My name is Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW. Hey, y'all. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. And you are not deceiving yourself. There were not one, but two whole Instagram posts this week. What? And the crowd, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Yeah, I, you know, um, Instagram and I over pandemic, I was kind of like, I don't have anything to like post about because I've also have never been like the person that posts there every day, like what's going on, and so it just. I only kind of posted when something cool was happening, like we were going someplace or we were planning trips or that sort of thing. And so I, I have just fallen out of the you know, usual Instagram posting and it was looking back at it and I was like, oh yeah, it looks like I'm posting every time I go to Disney and that's, that's, that's what this is. And, and every now and then my dog <laughs> and that's it. But um, anywho, so yeah, you can see some of our topics for today um, are actually right there on that Instagram post. Um, so today we are talking a couple of, of things to note. If I sound super tired, I am. <laughs> I flew in very late last night from the Princess Half Marathon weekend. Uh, right now, all you princesses are up and running the half marathon. Go, 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 run, run, run. Um, but we wanted to get this episode recorded because our schedules are all crazy, as you guys hear from us like every time we record. Uh, so we we wanted to jump in and get this done, and this was kind of the only time that we could all three get together and have this discussion. So if I sound tired, if I sound out of it, I am, <laughs> but I'm hanging in there. It's all good things. It was because it was, of course, a interesting time at Walt Disney World. Um, we're going to talk about Princess Half Marathon weekend a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, the yoga experience that was there. I will mention some things from the 5K uh, mask changes because I had a real reaction to this. And I just want to kind of let everybody know about it in case you might possibly have the same reaction. It's just like a a prepare you kind of thing if you have any trips coming up. Uh, and then I think we're going to talk a little bit about those, these lightning lane changes that were dropped this week. Does that sound like everything, ladies? Is that what we're covering right now? I mean, knowing us, other things will come up because <laughs> knowing us, there might be a tangent along the way. But I think that's most of what we've planned to talk about. 
They do. They do tend to do that. Um, okay. All right. So let's jump in with um, Princess. Let's let's talk about this weekend, this race weekend. As everybody knows that listens to our podcast, Run Disney is one of our favorite topics. And the Princess Half Marathon is actually what started it all for me. I first ran the 5K and the Half Marathon in 2011. So this is my favorite weekend. It also kind of ties to my birthday. So it was always a good excuse to go. <laughs> and um, that has not changed. I still use that like constantly. And uh, treat yourself. And I went down this weekend and we had something new on the agenda. And that was sunrise yoga in front of the castle. And Jane and I signed up for it because of course we would. We did this for you. We wanted to give you a good review to give you some information on what to expect if you are interested in this sort of thing. Teresa, do you have any questions about this whole experience? All of them. She has all of the questions. <laughs> I was like, I do, but there's a super long train. So. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm like, why isn't it done yet? <laughs> Listen, at least there's a train running somewhere. <laughs> right. Because it's not at Magic Kingdom. Because right. <laughs> it's not at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll say I'm really, really interested in these yoga events uh, because it seems like a, it's a relatively new addition to the race weekends, right? Yes. And this wasn't the first one. Didn't they did they have this during Marathon or Wine and Dine? No, this was the first race okay. weekend that they have done the Sunrise Yoga for. Uh so the inaugural event, if you will, um, which they were not calling that, which you know, maybe they had I'm wondering why they decided to do that. I wonder if we were just these like test subjects out there. Um, but they didn't make a big deal about it like being the very first I think well. Krissa did mention it, didn't she, Jane, like this being the very first one? I don't know. I was so annoyed about her presence, which, to be fair, I like her. I actually like her. It's not personal. That's not what she means. It's not. I follow her on Instagram. I think, like, her and her little family are, like, super adorable. And, like, she doesn't bother me at race weekends. I know she bothers other people. But, like, I actually like Krissa. But, like, the introduction of Carissa was so built up that I was like, oh, my God, it's totally going to be, like, adorable mini or, like, adorable Cinderella. And they're going to come out in their, like, super cute yoga gear. And I'm going to want it. It's going to be partnered with Lululemon. I'm going to spend $250 to buy something stupid. And it was none of those things. It was just Carissa. <laughs> by, by the way, that whole, like, build up only took uh, maybe 30 seconds. But all of these things went through Jane's head. <laughs> that fast <laughs> that she was going to want it all hashtag and that she was going to pay for it all. And she couldn't wait to see what they were about to wow us with because what they said was something along the lines of, you know, um, someone special and someone who's just as special as you are. Or I don't even know. We have it on, we I have mean, it on video. Though. I mean, but I'll, no one's special as Jane is. Let's get that out there. <laughs> I mean, that is true, but also they were like, you know, and it's magical and they made it like this, big hole we're gonna welcome and then it was carissa and i literally said on video you have got to be joking right now (laughs) (laughs) and this is why i can't like go live or like be in front of a camera or is it exactly why you should do that (laughs) that's what i said i was like i think i think i just found my first tiktok video jane (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time like 
th- we just want to make sure everybody understands it's, it's there's no Chris a hate. It was just that we had built up in our head because I, I was doing the same thing. I expected it to be a character of some sort. I expected that yeah. we were going to get graced with somebody, you know, cute and fun to like, you know, wish us well or namaste or whatever, whatever. And that did not happen. It was, well, well what did happen is was just that it was Carissa, right? So Carissa comes out and says her spiel and she was great as always. So it was fine. But Jane's reaction absolutely was priceless. And I about fell down because we were standing at that point. And I'm like, thank goodness. These, she did. I mean, I just like, it was like, I can't take you anywhere. Cannot take you anywhere. All right. We um, had to replay the video like five times. <laughs> we, did, we did. We did. Uh, so if anybody wants to see that video, we might have a special treat for you. <laughs> it's on my Instagram. Um, all right. So let's start from your first question. And that was about transportation. Transportation originally, when you signed up for this, Disney was like, you're on your own. You have to get to the TTC by yourself. You are going to get your car there or take Uber somehow, some way, you know, we're not running any buses. And when you get to the TTC, then we will have a check-in. So this yoga experience happened before any expos were open and we didn't have to go to expo to pick anything up or to do anything. What they did is when you got to the TTC, you got in line and they uh, pulled you up and checked your expo pass. You did get an expo pass. You just didn't have to go to expo. I know they tried to confuse everybody, but it was very simple. They just checked you off that you had signed your waiver, put a wristband on you and let you get on the ferry boat. So that was what happened once you got to the TTC. However, getting to the TTC, Jane drove me. So I, you know, had my own personal Uber. So it was very nice and easy on me. However, Ren Disney, um, a couple of days before the event, did decide, did make the call to run buses. But it was very specific bus schedule for this thing. It appeared to me like you had one shot you needed to be at your bus stop at the very specific time that they assigned you to be there. And they were driving around one time, like I was at Caribbean beach. So they probably made one loop picked up whoever was there at the appointed time as on the schedule and then took them to TTC. If you missed that time, I'm assuming at that point you had to get an Uber to get yourself there. Or if you had a car, you had to drive yourself there at that point. Um, But yeah, so there was transportation for this event. Uh, Currently, there is a springtime surprise sunrise yoga scheduled. It is still saying no transportation. We don't know yet if that is going to be modified, if they are also going to supply it like they did for Princess Half Marathon Weekend. Um, I'm I'm hoping that we get some kind of, you know... um, uh, what is or are they surveys? The surveys that come out, you know, after events, and they ask us questions because I will definitely advocate for um, transportation because I've already heard from some people who were like, "I would love to do it. I think it looks fantastic, but there's no transportation. Like that's a problem for me." Completely respect that and understand it. So that's how that worked. Um, we decided that we wanted to be there early first thing because we had in our head like I'm sure many princesses did, that we needed to and wanted to be as close to the stage as possible, Um, you know, for pictures, because hello, (laughs) for pictures, of course, but also to be able to see the instructor and that sort of thing. 
when we got there, we actually changed our plans and changed our mind. Um, so we actually did not push forward and we did not go all the way to the front. Uh, but if we had wanted to, we were there early enough that we could have, if that makes and so, sense. and when you say early enough, because we haven't said what time ah, right. it starts in the morning. So yeah, so talk about, I guess, what time the actual yoga was supposed to begin, mm-hmm. um, what time they would have suggested you get there and kind of what your morning looked like. Okay. The actual yoga experience started at 5.30 in the morning. Uh, Run Disney was very clear that you needed to be to Transportation and Ticket Center by 4.30 at the latest, and they opened check-in at 345. Um, I think they said that the parking uh, gates at Magic Kingdom would open at 330. We came through the parking gates at about 345 and parked our car, and we were in you know the very closest row that, to walk over. They walk you through security, and then because yoga is uh, the first day of any race weekend, and it actually is before the expo, you check in at the event. So at uh, Transportation and Ticket Center, they had lines set up. You had your um, expo yoga pass thing from Run Disney that they email you ahead of time. You got in line, you showed your ID, they checked you in and put a, a wristband on you. And then uh, it was only by ferry and they had a couple of ferries come over. Now we were on the very first ferry so I can't say exactly how many fairies came over, but there was a lot of standing around by the time we got to Magic Kingdom. It was before the event started. Yeah, um, again, because we had in our head we wanted we wanted to make sure we got there so that we could document and we could you know see how the whole thing went down and blah blah blah, right? Because we're here for you, dear listeners. Uh, and so, there, like Jane said, there was just a lot of standing around. That's what ended up happening for us. Um, in hindsight, we would probably do what a little bit closer to whatever their last um, time frame was that we had to be at TTC, because in the end, for us, it just wasn't necessary to be first. Uh, I think you could have slept in a little bit and like waltzed in a little bit later and been completely, totally fine. Those fairies were running like clockwork, and you, you know, as long as you got there by. Um, whatever time period they said was the cutoff. And I can't, what did, what did we say that was? Was it five o'clock? It was um, 4.30 was the time you had to be to TTC. And yes. I think, yes. yeah, I think maybe the last ferry probably ran over at like five or something. Yeah. So I think, you know, as long as you were there um, by that 4.30 period, then you would have, you would have been fine. You did not need to be there super, super early um, like we were. Of course, unless it was important to you to um, be, you know, right up at the front. Um, and there were certainly people who were, you know, filling up those front spots right away. I think it's important to also talk about um, that it's really not necessary to be at the front. And I think this was like the most surprising thing. And one of the reasons why ultimately we wound up changing our strategy when we went in, like, first off, you don't realize how many people they can actually fit in that hub until you're like, huh, they laid out like spaces for us. So like, there's like a yoga mat laid out. There's all this space for you to like do your yoga, not touch the person next to you. And it was all spread out throughout the hub. So it's coming a little bit down Main Street. 
They had some in the Hubgrass area. They had it around um, the partner statue. So we walked around and there were very few spots that we didn't think were great spots. Like we were like, it doesn't really matter where we are. Like this is going to be great. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We thought that really, truly uh, the way they had it set up was uh, the main instructor was up on, on the main castle stage and she was up on a, a riser that was high enough that even in the back, we could see her clearly. Um, so that was not a problem. And then they also had two additional yoga instructors who were following along that were more, they were probably more like in line with where the partner statue was. If you've been there, if that you can see the visual there. And um, I couldn't, I didn't see them. I didn't notice them as much as I noticed the main lady that was doing it. Her, by the way, her name is Dana and she was amazing. Um, I didn't I, notice them at all. I didn't notice them. So I think they might have blended in for us from our point of view with the other people doing yoga. Like we just couldn't see them. But I think if you were closer to them, you would have obviously, you know, they were also up on risers a little bit and you probably could have seen them better. But we didn't, they didn't catch our eye. We were focused directly on the castle and we were, honestly, I think we were like three, three yoga mat rows from the back, like that's how far back we ended up choosing to do our, our flow from. Uh, So we ended up right in the middle, but at the very, very back Uh, choices were made. And these choices were made in part because we had no idea what to expect. We didn't know how hard this was going to be or how easy this was going to be or how, you know, we we didn't know. So we didn't want to be a distraction in case, case we were, a total nightmare mess and really couldn't do this. Uh, I didn't want to be in the middle of a bunch of people who were like trying to be very serious about yoga. And then there's me and Jane flopping around and giggling and being stupid. So we decided (laughs) we would just take ourselves to the back. Um, Plus closer to the bathrooms in case we had a run, you know, that sort of thing. We were, we were kind of making strategic decisions here. Uh, So that's, that's why we ended up in that back section, but, had a great view from the back. So don't, if you decide to go and do this, uh, but you can get awesome views from the sides, from the front. I mean, I don't think there was a bad place to, to be. The only thing that we both decided that uh, originally we were like, maybe we would want to be on the hub grass because it'll be a little softer, but I think they might've had a harder view. I don't know that their view Agreed. was as direct um for the instructors as those of us who were on, on the, the, on the ground. So that is something to keep in mind is the hubgrass probably sounds like a great idea, but I'm not sure it was so great if you were more focused on needing to see the instructor as you did this. Yeah. Which brings up a really good point and something that um, both Patty and I, when we left, we, we talked a lot about this event um, and you know, to see that we were very pleasantly surprised because in case you haven't noticed, um, we are not yoga people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Flexibility isn't our thing necessarily, but we were very surprised that the instructor's prompts were so clear that 
you didn't really need to see her at all. And I know that I know that that's the way that yoga should be, right? But, um, you know, not every yoga instructor I have, you know, I say I, I don't, I'm not a yogi and all that good stuff, but like I have taken yoga before. Um, so I do understand that like you should be able to close your eyes and enjoy the experience and get into it and not be worried about craning your neck, you know, and, and putting things out of alignment to look at an instructor. But I thought she broke things down so clearly that you could have never like, never done, never seen, never done anything with yoga and walked in there and you could have followed along. Oh, absolutely. I agree. The only yoga I've ever done has been uh, like following videos, I think P90X yoga videos. Um, And I only say that because I could follow those in small doses because they got they got kind of hard and I couldn't do everything on those. Uh, plus, you know, when you're watching a video, you can pause or you can rewind or you can, you know, just do the sections that you want to or whatever. Uh, but I felt like this was really a welcoming, um, comfortable environment for yoga folks Agreed. of all sizes, shapes, ages, um, levels. There were... There, there was a ton of extra princesses, you know who you are, who showed up in costume, which was hilarious and adorable, and they were so cute. And then there were people who showed up in their very serious, very comfortable yoga gear, which, you know, we were like, oh, they know what they're doing. We're going to follow them. In fact, the lady that was sitting right to my right, her and her husband were definitely more experienced um, yoga folks. And I kept peeping over there to see like, am I doing this right? Am I in the right position? You know? So that was nice too. Um, And I felt like I can't speak for them, but it seemed to me that while the moves were, they would start and they would be like a beginner level move. You definitely have um, options in yoga to like extend or to make it harder, you know, to, to go deeper. So if you're more flexible or if you have more experience than this, and she would call those out and tell you to go ahead and do this if you're comfortable with that and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, if you were concerned about it or interested in it, but weren't quite sure if it's something that you could do, I can say everybody can do this and have this experience. Now, do you want to? Are you interested in it? Teresa, do you have any interest in doing this kind of thing? I would say maybe. Um, and I'm also just curious because you had mentioned that, you know, they had the mats spaced out for mm-hmm. you. Um, so especially for people who maybe don't do yoga regularly. Um, I'm curious, is, was there anything else that they had kind of set up for you for people who might not have, you know, a mat at home or might not be familiar with it? Um, and is there anything that they suggest that you bring? So they actually, um, they don't suggest you bring anything, just come in comfortable clothing. And uh, one of the things that, um, like for me, I can't ever go barefoot just because of my plantar fasciitis and multiple other issues I have with my feet. Um, so like I came in like sneakers and whatever. And ultimately I did take my my shoes off um, a little bit. Most people came in like flip-flops or something a little bit easy so that they they could um, ground their feet to the ground. Um, So I think that that was a good choice if you're, if you're looking to go grounded, like it's obviously easier than eventually I had to take off my shoes, my socks, my whole like thing, and then put it all back on later. Um, The price of the event, which I believe was a hundred dollars and Patty, you can check me on that. Um, The price of the event, you included getting a, yoga mat 
um, with a carrier and then they placed out like a little like half-sized Dasani water bottle, which that was probably the most disappointing thing. I was like, come on, guys, you could have given me the full-size Dasani bottle. We we know. <laughs> come on. Um, That's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, well, and and so is the yoga mat yours to take after or is it just there it for you to use that type? Okay. See, that's no, – I think it's for the price. That's a great – Well. Yeah. Well, yes. So <laughs> About the when, yoga mat. <laughs> so when we got there, we were um, – I mean, I expected a little bit more from the yoga mat. I expected, I expected them to be pink. Um, I wanted them to be princessy. I expected them to say run Disney, like something. I wanted them to be special. These were very generic, just plain blue yoga mats that you can get anywhere. And to be Nothing honest, written on them, they were thin. AF. Yes. <laughs> and I stepped on my yoga mat to put my stuff down and took a ch- it took a chunk out of the yoga mat. Like it was so cheap. The carrier that you get does say Run Disney on it. Um, and that is yours to keep. So we did bring it home. But Patty, you found out some information. Yeah. So, I, you know, again, it's very surprised. I think it surprised both of us, especially – I don't know, maybe it was because of the week that I had felt and I had had um, leading up to yoga because I had been at Disney for two days. And as I mentioned earlier, I had some feelings about the whole mass situation, which we'll get into that in a minute. So I think when I got finished with the yoga experience, I honestly had felt like I let I, I connected with my breathing. I did all the woo-woo stuff and I felt like I had let a lot go. And as we were getting up and walking away and I'm looking back at this castle that's so lit up so beautifully and everything's so very peaceful and I felt centered and wonderful. I mean, and y'all, I'm not woo-woo like this. I'm not that kind of person, but I really did feel it. And I was just like, they need to do this again. This needs to become a thing because Gosh, I mean, they could eat if they could even pull this off and figure out a way to offer it during regular vacation times, not just during run Disney events like yoga Wednesday mornings in front of the castle. If it became a thing, they could make a lot of money. Um, just letting you know, Josh, I know you're listening as you always do every time we drop a new episode, but that's another way. If you guys would like to, you know, add to the, the bottom line, just go tap Chapik on the shoulder and let him know we came up with a great idea. Um, because I think as a parent, uh, particularly, you know, when you're coming to one of these Disney vacations you have in your head that it's going to be one thing. And then it very often with your family turns out to be not that one thing. It's not as smooth sailing and it's very chaotic. And a lot of people just don't recognize that that's actually like these vacations tend to be work. Even if you decide to opt out of playing the Disney shenanigan games or whatever, it's just the fact that there's a lot of people trying to get to places in the same time and, and all of that. Um, I have always wanted a vacation from my vacations, <laughs> particularly when I traveled with my kids and my family, because you're just juggling a lot of balls trying to get the most out of everything that you're doing. It's just the, the the natural inclination, I think, for a lot of parents. So in my head, I was like, there are a ton of moms who would pay $200 to come and lay in front of the castle and have this peaceful experience in the middle of their 
family vacation, I think. I could be wrong, but you know, I just really felt like this they were onto something, like that that I left feeling so good that I, you know, I was ready to take on the day, you know, let's go rope drop something. Let's go, you know, because it just, it just really, it felt great. So that being said, as well, we left, I do just, go ahead. I do, do just want to go back to the yoga mat. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you spoke with somebody, I guess at the, yeah, um, I'm getting there. Expo. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I was getting there. Um, so all that being said is, I had to go to Expo uh, that afternoon because I had to pick up my 5K bib. And while I was there, there were obviously the Run Disney folks were standing at the table. So I walked up to them and had a chit chat about it. And I said, can I offer you guys some feedback about yoga? And they were like, yes. <laughs> I think they I think they were concerned they might hear some negative stuff. And I, you know, I gushed and told them how wonderful we thought it was and how great it was and yada, yada, yada. And they were like, oh, that's so good to hear. We actually have been hearing some very positive things. Um, and and they said, except for the yoga mat. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. I said, yeah, the, the yoga mat was really sucky. And um, the uh, person that I spoke to, who's a Run Disney representative, and she did follow up and say, oh, we are the people you need to talk about with this event. Like, we need to hear um, you know, you you just happen to walk up to the right people to tell this to. And I was like, wonderful. I hope you can make things happen because I think it would be a great opportunity for a lot of people to, to experience. Um, but anyway, she mentioned the yoga mat and she did say, yeah, it was a supply chain issue. So it sounds like that is what they ran into possibly is they either they're not the ones they ordered or that's all they could get in the amount of time that they had, I'm not sure, you know, what the exact answer is, or maybe they ordered these so long ago. Um, and that's just what showed up. Um, but it wasn't, it sounds like that definitely happens. Yes. Yes. I've learned that through Jane and her merchandising background is that, you know, sometimes you get these things from way back when anyway, it wasn't what they expected either or what they wanted. Will that change in time for say springtime surprise yoga? I can't say, you know, maybe they ordered maybe. for, but, but I'm also kind of thinking maybe they ordered, um, everything at the same time. And so we're just going to get the same blue disappointing mats for springtime surprise as we did, um, as we did for princess. Right. But even if you think about, you know, what you usually pay for Disney experiences and what mm-hmm. you can take home, I mean, a yoga mat, even like a cheap one, it's still, you know, 15, 20 bucks. Yes. That's, and so I think if you yeah. look at, you know, paying a hundred bucks for the experience itself and getting to take home something that's, you know, 20% of that price in Disney terms, that's still for really, sure. that's Very, a good bang for your buck. I- exactly. In Disney terms. And honestly, let's, I mean, let's be honest. People that do these events, you're not there for the yoga experience. You are there for the in front of the castle after hours where nobody else is there but you, like the exclusive experience of being there during this time, right? You kind of pay for that, right? And that's part of the whole package, I think. Um, So I would encourage anybody who is interested in this, who maybe they're even going to go support a runner 
but they're not a runner and they don't want to run. So if you want some kind of a low low impact activity to be part of, um, then possibly consider doing this. And I did just look, um, after I had this conversation with my friends at Run Disney, uh, I even said, oh, by the way, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, are you going to open any additional slots for springtime surprise? And they were like, well, that's not up to us. We don't make those, though, we don't make those decisions. And I was like, okay, well, you know, they should if they can. <laughs> and, and she just kind of was like cagey about, well, they look at like how many people they had registered and then they have to make the decision on how many people can actually fit there and yada, yada. I, I'm thinking now that they saw what they could fit and what they could do uh, in this space maybe, uh, or, or even just the transportation concerns, like what they, you know, what they could make work there. There must've been a quick discussion or some conversations behind that because lo and behold, the next morning springtime yoga opened back up for registration. And I just looked as of this morning, which is Sunday, February 27th, springtime yoga is available. So if you are interested, you might want to hit pause on the podcast and go and get yourself registered and then come back and join us. Um, I do think that if you are a Disney file, if you're somebody who really loves, um, you know, just being in the parks and like love soaking that in, and then also really just wants a calming, peaceful stretch experience, that sort of thing. I don't think you will be unhappy with the yoga experience. At least neither Jane or I was. And uh, Jane in particular can get salty about things. And I was, you know, she was. What? Happy with it. What? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Girl. We I'm starting to take a little that's offense that's after oh, the please. things I had to talk you down from all week long. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> We're going to discuss my neuroses in just a minute. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so that is springtime yoga. And so when we left, uh, we got to take our mat, we got to take our little mini GPU water bottles, and we uh, got back on the ferry, took off and got in a car and drove away. Oh, when around thing. what time? Okay, around what time were you guys leaving? Um, it was, okay. Okay. So, so back to this, I, I forgot a couple of very important aspects of this. We also, yeah. <laughs> we, we also got fireworks at the end of the Oh, yoga. we did. We did. And that really like made my day. I was like, I feel special. They gave us like special little fireworks. So we got a little bit of firework action, which made me happy. We also did finally get our friend Cinderella showing up. Correct. Correct. (laughs) So Cinderella did come out and say a little spiel or whatever afterwards, which in hindsight, it makes more sense to bring her out at the end than at the beginning, I think. So you know, it worked. Uh, and then as we were walking out Main Street and leaving, uh, Minnie Mouse was waving in her iridescent outfit and she was waving to us up off the train station. So we also saw uh, Minnie. Uh, so yeah, we, you know, the the yoga thing, while the characters were not like the primary focus, we got, we got characters and we got fireworks. So hey, I win all around as far as I was concerned. Um, Jane. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about how long this took. <laughs> okay. So um, so timing wise, the event itself started at 530. I think originally they may have said on the website that it takes about an hour. Um, 
the yoga practice itself is was actually only about 45 minutes. And to be honest, it flew by. Like Patty and I were like, wow, that went way faster than we expected. Um, we were back. We were, of course, we, we set up our mats in the very back of where everybody was. We chose to be there mostly because we wanted to be back on that first ferry. Unfortunately, I had to work that day. So I was a bit more like we've got to get things moving. Um, we left pretty much as soon as it was over, you know, we packed up, we took some photos, we walked to the end of main street, got on that first ferry back to TTC. When we arrived there, it was 642. I know this because somebody else asked me and I looked at my photos. (laughs) Um, sunrise does not actually happen, um, at this time of year. So for princess, the technical sunrise, I believe was, um, 7.15. It was either 7 o'clock or 7.15. It was getting lighter, but the yoga part was actually completed in the dark, mm-hmm. uh, which is why at the end we could still have fireworks. Now, when you look, because the sun actually rises behind us, um, if you're looking at Main Street, you're actually not facing east. So the sun actually rises behind you. And so when you turned around, like you could start to see the sky behind you getting a little bit light that the sun was coming up, but it is not a full, I'm going to be out there and the sun is going to come up over the castle and it's going to be this beautiful, momentous, whatever. That's not going to happen. Even with the time change of springtime surprise, which we walked through in another group I'm in because we're nerdy like that. Um, Even with springtime surprise and the time change, because of the sun constantly changing what time it comes up and whatever, it will still not be light out when you complete yoga. So just note that if that's going to be like the make or break for anyone. Now there were other people who did hang out in magic kingdom kind of wait to be on the later ferries, but they do try to clear that park pretty quickly because obviously they have to open the park for, for day guests. Um, so they do have people there just ushering you out, trying to get you to move out there. But we were back in the car by, um, you know, by the time we got back to TTC and took a couple pictures there, walked back to the car, we were in the car by seven o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there, there's, it definitely, the light, the sun came up, but not while we were in the park. We were out of the park. Actually, right when we got off the ferry, I had Jane take yep. one picture of me and it's a daylight picture. Um, so to give you an idea, that's, that's kind of the time frame of it all. Yeah. We were, we were done by seven. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so Patty and I were so inspired by this yoga experience that we had, um, that we decided we were going to commit to doing yoga once a week, um, on Sundays. Uh, I used to do yoga on Sundays years and years ago, um, at a studio in New York and she always played music that reminded me of animal kingdom. So that was always by like Sunday night Zen. I would relax and pretend I was in animal kingdom. So we're going to do um, yoga on Sunday nights. Uh, We are going to follow probably uh, Disney uh, has a partnership with Peloton. And through Peloton, they have some yoga classes that have some Disney music. So we're going to participate in that. And we invite everybody here, listeners and, and anyone else to participate with us. 
If you'd like to know more about that, you can join us in our Facebook group, which is No Guilt Disney on Facebook. And I'll post whatever details there. Obviously, we're not all in a room. There will be no video. You can roll around on your floor. No one's checking you. (laughs) There's no fireworks. Carissa's not showing up. There's no free cheap yoga mat. And you have to get your own water. But the experience is free. (laughs) That is And the benefits are plentiful. (laughs) All true. All true. Um, And Teresa had mentioned before, like we could pull up the Disney Plus and have the, what is it? What did they do? Have the Sunrise Sunrise Series. Those are two. There's two different things. There's the Sunrise Series. And I believe they have three like hour long episodes. So it's Sunrise and Magic Kingdom, Epcot and Animal Kingdom. But then there's also Zenimation, which has two seasons and they're much shorter. It's like, you know, six to eight minutes. Um, and it's just some some enjoyable sounds with some Disney animation. And each one has a little bit of a theme. So you yeah, have two that's, options. That's my favorite thing to watch when you want to take a nap. It's like <laughs> turn on Zenimation and just lay down and you're out in like five minutes. It's so relaxing. Yeah. So I'm thinking like on my big screen, I might put, you know, the sunrise whatever's or something Zenimation, and then i'll just like set my phone up or my laptop you know to watch the instructor uh through but yeah we're gonna we're gonna like you know do yoga together apart that kind of thing um every sunday night so if you want to have a yoga check-in with us uh come join the facebook group and we'll talk about it there uh all right who wants to hear my mask issues i mean not me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's be fair about this. Um, First of all, so that everybody understands where I am coming from. Teresa and I actually, I think, Teresa, you're in a similar circumstance. Everybody generally is in your area. Are they still masking? I think it's 50-50. So I'm in an area that even when they're when they've been more lenient about who needs to wear masks, where um, there's still some businesses that are requiring them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Baltimore city, they still do have their mask mandate mm-hmm. at the time. Um, a lot of the counties have relaxed them uh, around the end of January, but I think I'm just in an area that you still will see. Like, I think more people than not, I'm noticing when I'm like going to the grocery store mm-hmm. are still going to be wearing their masks. And that's kind of been throughout the entire pandemic like that's that's nothing new for right now but you'll tend to see even if it's not being told explicitly they have to more people just where i live are wearing them okay very similar to us too um except i think we i'm in northern virginia and that's a that's there's a large area of northern virginia it depends on where you are in northern virginia on how true this may seem to you or not but where i live in my community um every time i go into any um dining establishment, any grocery store, gas station, um, Kohl's, you know, whatever, Walmart, you know, whenever I go into any of those places, it's easily 90% of the folks are still wearing their masks. Now, this was before the CDC just dropped and changed everything on Friday. So I have no idea how my community is going to react to that. But I can tell you that for the most part, and none of it is mandated here, everything is, it's just voluntary. It's just the that's how our community is choosing to to deal with um, the pandemic is most of us are, are vaccinated. Most of us are boosted out here. And in addition, most of us are wearing masks. And um, 
that's just the culture. That is what these folks in this particular bubble that I live in um, have been doing. And obviously I know because two of my very best friends like live in Florida and they tell me all the time how Florida is just very different and nobody has been doing any of that you know, business for months and months and whatever. I, I recognize that. I know everywhere is different. I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm not judging it. I get it. I whatever. But I think what happened to me, so this is just kind of my warning sign for anybody who may be coming from an area like Teresa and I, and you do decide to go down to Disney. Um, it was just a very big shock for me to see what happened because you also have to remember I've been to Disney world. Uh, I think this was my sixth trip since the pandemic started. So I've been going the entire time down there and obviously the entire time uh, with a small like window of like three months, I think last summer they relaxed the masks um, masks at that point. But um, the, the rest of this time, everyone's worn masks um, when you're indoors anyway, and when you're on buses and that sort of thing. So this was my first trip where it was completely optional for folks. This is the first time I had that experience. And I don't really know what I expected. I didn't go down with like a number in my head or an expectation in my head, but what I saw was definitely not what I expected. And I just had a very like visceral reaction to it at first and it upset well, me. Well, hold on. Let's just say that masks are now optional for people who are fully vaccinated. That is actually what like the Disney rule is. So let's just put that out there. Oh, it's not actually optional for everyone, but <laughs> but considering they don't check vaccination records and correct. people yes. are it's people, the, it's the honor system. It's your yes. honor system. Yes. yes. So let's also yes. factor that inherent um, distrust of people uh, that that kicked in as well because. What actually the reality of it is at Walt Disney World at this time, and this is February, I think, and I think, and, and we were, it was a very warm week while we were there as well, but it's just going to get warmer. I don't think Florida is going to get cold again anytime soon. So it's just going to continue to get warmer. So maybe it was because of the weather. Maybe that had a lot to do with it, or maybe this is just the way things are going, but, um, it was miraculous. Everyone was vaccinated <laughs> at Disney World um, during this week. Literally, everyone was uh, from the little four-year-olds uh, who can't be vaccinated, but obviously were, um, all the way up to every single adult that I saw um, there. I would say, I think I had in my head, like as a reasonable idea that there would still be like a pocket of us, like that it'd be like, let's say 30% of people would still choose to mask like indoors, um, like in the stretching room at Haunted Mansion or while you're waiting in the queue line of um, Space Mountain, right? Like I just had in my head that, well, when you're indoors, you probably still should and close to people, you should probably still wear your mask. And I did, but I was probably like the 1% that did, not the 30% that I even had in my head. So I just want this to to be out there for anybody who um, is planning on going. And if, you, if particularly if you are coming from someplace where you see things um, differently um, in your everyday surroundings, this just may be a, 
a big surprise to you or a shock or whatever you want to call it. And I, I didn't have like a meltdown. I wasn't like screaming and yelling at people, but I was typing furiously at Jane <laughs> complaining and asking like, what is going on? Why don't people care? I can't believe all of this. And I apologize that she had to hear me have my my uh, my little mental breakdown, but she held my hand uh, and got me through it. And um, and honestly, it was fine. And truthfully, you know, knock on all the wood right now, I feel fine. I don't feel like I came home with COVID, but who knows, right? Because who knows? Um, by the end of the trip, I was like trying. She's a big girl. I, I was trying to go without the mask to see you know, if I could get comfortable with it again, because I think it's also, I've been doing this for two years. And again, in my area, you know, it's like a community thing, like we all do it, right? So um, I thought, hey, things have changed and things are different and we are vaccinated and I am vaccinated. So I didn't, you know, all of that, if I'm going to believe in science, right? Some At some point, let's let's see. So I did take the mask off quite a bit, even indoors a few times, but there were times where I was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> too many people, too many people. <laughs> I had to put it right back on. Um, and that was fine. Yeah. Right? Like that, that's the thing is like, the great part is you get to make the choice for you, right? You get yes. to be like, no, this is a little too close quarters. Yes. So like, I'll put it back on, but no, I thought, I thought you did well once we, <laughs> you know, got over that initial hurdle. Y'all, she was counting people. I was. She was counting people. She called me. She's like, there were five. There were only five of all these people. There were five people. And I was like, you need to do something else because you're standing in Disney World counting people with masks. Like, <laughs> let's find something else to focus on. <laughs> and I'm not really like that, y'all. Like, I, I really, truly am like, you do you and it's all good. I think it was, like I said, please understand. It was just this shock and this change to coming to me. But I also feel like anybody going down anytime soon, particularly if you do have concerns or you have littles that can't get, you know, um, vaccinated yet or, you know, whatever, just so you're aware, nobody judged me and nobody told me to take my mask off. Well, I take that back. There was one time where I put was putting my mask on and I heard someone snarkily snort and go, so glad we don't have to wear those stupid masks anymore. And I was just like, man, like. Really? It would have been an improvement because I wouldn't have to see your face. Right, right. Um, (laughs) I did hear that once. um, But, you know, people, you can't control people, whatever. Um, But for the most part, like, you know, there's cast members. I would say that was definitely more like a 50-50 proposition where there was quite a few cast members who are still wearing their masks um, for their own reasons. Um, But uh, when it came to guests, very, very few are wearing them. And so just, uh, you know, it is what it is. So you are aware that that is now the current landscape um, at Walt Disney World, okay? And I don't, even if another, you know, big surge comes through, I just, I think that, bottle that genie is finally out. And so if that also determines on if you feel comfortable going to the parks or not, take that into account, um, you know, and make your choices as, as you need to, because what I didn't want was for anybody to show up and then have a completely miserable experience and not be able to handle it just because it's it's not what you visualized or what you had experienced just a couple of months ago, because it definitely felt different. Um, it also didn't help that this week was banana pants. It was completely full. There were so many people at this park. Um, 
the entire weekend long. Uh, so it was a lot of people. It was a lot of people. Definitely a lot of people. Um, and one of the results of having so many people, it seems like Disney decided to respond to that and made some changes to the Lightning Lane offerings. Sure did. Um, so they decided, I guess it was earlier in the week, that starting from February 25th and going through August 7th, I don't know why that particular day isn't like necessary. Like why can't it just be forever, but whatever <laughs> um, they did change. So frozen ever after in Epcot space mountain, obviously magic kingdom, a Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway are now no longer the paid individual lightning lane, a la carte option. And they are now part of, genie plus so that $15 a day that you pay for genie plus will now include these particular three rides so and it seems like um, right now expedition everest is closed for refurbishment and i feel like there's a good chance when that comes back um i think it's the end of april that one's also probably going to get shifted to the the genie plus rather than the paid lightning lane i think so too it didn't seem like that was you know folks weren't clamoring to pay seven bucks or whatever for that one. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and that, so that's one thing about Genie that we can look at is that obviously they're changing and they're shifting things as needed. Um, maybe, you know, based on what they're seeing with the crowds. Um, there were absolutely some quote unquote failures this trip with Genie Plus. I talked to a lot of people while we were standing in line. Look at me go. I was even being social without my mask. I mean, guys, growth. But I talked to a lot of people in line who were using it for the first time and had never been to Disney World at all. And they were somewhat confused by it and didn't really love it and weren't sure and whatever. So I talked them through a few things. And um, the main thing that I can tell you from my own experience was I was at Magic Kingdom and things were looking like, um, you know, by 10 o'clock, there was quote unquote, nothing left. Well, I kept, I didn't give up. I kept going back to it. I mean, I wasn't constantly on my phone, but I did go back to it every now and then and kept kind of hunting around and looking. And in the end, I ended up with, I think I rode three or four things at Magic Kingdom that morning um, into the afternoon, including um, paying for Space Mountain because I did pay for Space Mountain Lightning Lane that day. Um, So I ended up doing like, you know, uh, a bunch Oh, wait. No, I didn't pay for Space Found. That was free, wasn't it? I don't know. With What day did you write it? If you wrote it on Friday, then it was included. If you wrote it on Thursday or Wednesday, then uh, it wasn't No, included. it wasn't. No, no, it was Tuesday. So, yes, I, I was one of the last suckers that paid for <laughs> Space Mountain. Um, so I paid for Space Mountain um, so that I could do Lightning Lane. Uh, and then I think I got two or three other rides there at Magic Kingdom before I called it and went back to the hotel for a little bit, but I was a- able to stack four additional rides in the evening over at Epcot uh, that had that kept showing that they were that they were out that they didn't have an available. For example, like I couldn't find anything for Test Track earlier in the day, but by three o'clock I was able to grab a Test Track for like five o'clock. So what I'm saying is, 
even if it shows that there's quote unquote, nothing available, don't just close your app and never go back to it. Keep looking. If you keep hunting around and keep hitting refresh, 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 sometimes times will pop open for you. Um, so that's probably the biggest tip I can give you for, for Jeannie is just to keep refreshing it. All right. I think that covers everything that we wanted to talk about today. All right. So um, we hope you enjoyed what you heard today. And if you have any other questions about princess yoga or um, additionally, I guess what happened over princess weekend, once we get to that recap, um, you can join us in our Facebook group, no guilt Disney on Facebook. And you could email us at no guilt Disney pod at gmail.com. And make sure you join us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun fangirling yoga and maskless people and lightning lane <laughs> freebies alone. I'm, I'm Carissa, because we love her. So we do love Carissa. All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs>